the difference between someone who could be a wounded healer and someone who's just wounded is, is that they've converted that wound into a sacred wound. Yes. And now that wound has informed their existence, their being. And they're able now to bring that wisdom that comes from the depth of pain, right? The depth mm -hmm. of suffering and bring, create a nobility from it. It starts right here, deep in your heart. Tom Rutledge and Dr. Alan Berger bring over 90 years of clinical experience to this important podcast, and they offer you a guarantee. You will gain something of personal value from each episode. And now, what matters most. It starts right here. Welcome to uh, Start Right Here. I'm Tom Rutledge, and with me is the good Dr. Alan Berger. How are you doing, Alan? You know, I, I can't tell you how excited I am. We are living a historical moment in our life. This yep. I, I, I told a friend of mine, I said, I said hey, one, we have another, another historical moment to, to add to the old codgers list of things we remember that are just that are just are just history man and it's like it's and it was it's been very different than i even anticipated it's like but it's been beautiful it's been amazing i was flying out here i'm in north carolina as we're filming this show today and recording this show and i went through atlanta and literally people dancing in the airport in atlanta yep. i mean the joy the celebration it's just been so touching to me, and 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 is it and 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 it happened in in Pennsylvania in Philadelphia. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I was just talking. I was telling you this couple, this son of this couple, reached out to me about <laughs> and to get together with his mom and dad for a forty fourth anniversary present surprise. <laughs> and I, you know, I said to them, you know, isn't it something that freedom ring again from Philadelphia? I know it. Freedom yeah. ring again. It, it's, it's amazing. It's renewed my, my faith in our democratic process and, and well, in our country and everything. I, mean, I, my, I have a, I have a friend, a, 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 a Raya mountain dreamer was, is her name she was writing under back in the, she wrote the invitation and a lot of other uh, uh, cool books, but she was my pen pal through uh, nine 11. If I hadn't had the Canadian friend to, 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 to correspond with, I don't know that I would have made it through nine 11. It's like, but but uh, she said to me when when uh, uh, and, I'm, and I'm not trying to get us off on some kind of rant, rant thing here. So, but she did say she, when when uh, Donald Trump was elected, she just sent me an email that said, "Now we're going to find out if your if your uh, democratic system works." And it's <laughs> and we did and 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 the lesson I have been saying to everybody and writing everywhere I can on the walls anything is. The lesson is, it's the exact same lesson we have in this, in, in this podcast. It's, it's present moment, stay, stay alert, keep working. When something's working, you don't, you don't let up. 
you know, what happened, we have, we dozed off. We are, we, you know, we are a sleepy bunch, human beings. We fall asleep. We wake up at crisis. We do beautiful things. And then we fall back asleep. And it's like, in this particular case, what we need to do is realize that no, no, we're, we, it's so tempting just to go, Oh, thank God. Everybody's everything's back to normal again. Go like, no, it's like this, this stuff can happen again. And it's, and we have a long way to go in terms of, uh, repairing and and healing is the, the thing that Joe Biden talked about in his speech that I, that I want to be sure that we talk about some today well, is what we're going to do we were going to talk about and we promised everybody that we'd get into talking about not taking things personally and how to deal with that and we're going to put that off because of this moment mm-hmm. uh, really honor this this very very sacred moment in our history mm-hmm. and and let's talk about healing because there's mm-hmm. going to be there's going to be a lot of focus on this is in, in the days and moments and years to come. And you were going to read something that. Well, uh, yeah, I was going to, I had made some notes. I, I tell you, I, I did my, my favorite thing, which was about, you know, I, I, I the, the, um, the, the part of me that does this work always shows up at the last minute. So I, I know enough to go like about an hour before we sat down to do this, uh, took my dog and we went out into the woods and, and uh, I have, have chairs various places in the woods behind my house and sat and just took some index cards and just scribbled some notes down and just tried to think about what I wanted to talk about, about this stuff. And, you know, the thing that, um, well, one of the things I'll tell you, Ari Flesher, what, what, what he was, a uh, he, he was on Twitter this morning. I responded to one of his tweets. I, what, what position did he, was he, was he with Bush? Ari, A-R-I, Ari Flesher. I thought he might have been in the Obama administration, but he may have been, he may have been in that. It's like he, but one of the things he said, maybe because of his tweet, kind of made me think that is that that he said something about about you know now now something now we're talking about healing. It's like you know before we were talking about resistance and da 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 da, da and all this pushing back, and he says where 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 were where were, where were these people you know before, and what I wrote back to him or just tweeted, I didn't write to him particularly was. You can't heal during the assault. You know, while you're being assaulted, you don't heal. You defend. You you know, you try to stay safe. You duck and cover. And it's like, and that's the relief thing I think we're finding. And when and when and when we have somebody like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris step up and and um, and it's a very to me it's a very parental message. Um, you know, no, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna heal. We're not gonna. We're not. We're not gonna retaliate. We're not gonna do this or that. And it's like, and I and I what I what I wrote down was just just thinking back on what I know about Joe Biden, is you know we talk in our business a lot, Alan, about about wounded healers. You know we we to various various degrees we all consider ourselves wounded healers in the sense that we are you know we draw from our own experience of of pain to help other people. Um, Joe Biden is, is a wounded healer. You know, the day, the day that he was elected to the Senate when he was 29 years old, his wife and, and daughter died in a car accident and his two kids were, his two boys were, were hanging on. And it's like, and he, and uh, he, 
I didn't know about his aneurysms until the, the other the, the surgeries he had for these two aneurysms at one point that one of them I think burst during the operations and and uh, but he's dealt with a lot of stuff and it's like it really shows and and he's you know and I love the idea that he comes from I guess maybe I maybe this is my ego I like that he comes from the experience like we do where he draws on his own experience to help other people and I, but I think that makes him really credible as as with that message oh and let me just make a correction that ari flesher was the uh, press uh press secretary during george w bush's administration all right i was i was almost right you you were there i I feel so good about myself it's uh but uh but at any rate one of the main thing the main thing uh, ultimately what i ended up writing down on this index card was was anybody can agree that healing is a good idea but to me, it felt like, wait a minute, this is the kind of thing that, that you know, that I think therapists in the world, any, any version of professional people helpers, we need to be ready. We need to be out here. And I'm glad we have this podcast now to, to do this too, is, is to say, we need to, we need to get conversation going and keep it going about how to do that. Because saying it is one thing, doing it's a whole different matter. Yeah. You know, when you were talking about wounded healers and, and what you said about, uh, you know, president like Joe Biden, I think it is so powerful. And, and let's just go on a side for just one second. Mm-hmm. You see, I think when you take a wound and you work with it, which he did, mm-hmm. see, it, it, if the difference between someone who could be a wounded healer and someone who's just wounded is, is that they've converted that wound into a sacred wound. Yes. And now that wound has informed their existence, their being. And they're able now to bring that wisdom that comes from the depth of pain, right? The depth mm-hmm. of suffering and bring, create a nobility from it. I mean, and that's what we see in, in Joe Biden. He, just his whole attitude, even through the, the many days that we sat here with this electoral process mm-hmm. unfolding at a snail's pace, right? Right. I've never experienced that kind of a slow, you know, mm-hmm. movement towards the, the final decision. Um, his attitude was wonderful through it all. Mm-hmm. It was, he was always coming in and let's, let's be patient. Let's, let's take this moment. Let's just let it unfold. Let it be what it's going to be. And always with a thing of towards healing, towards uniting Right. And it's, and it's being, it's, it's being in the present moment too. the idea of, of, it's not like, uh, I think about how many times in my life, you know, that I have been too future oriented so that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get ready to do something. He wasn't, he's not trying to get ready to lead. He was leading. He was leading. Yeah, that's right. He was, he was, he was definitely, he was definitely leading. He was being Mm -hmm. presidential. Mm Mm-hmm really was in, in that moment you could see it which was it was so um soothing for me and comforting is for him to be taking that position it's like i was able to finally let out this big sigh that i've been it's almost like i held my breath for four years that's i've heard so many people talk about breath since since the, that was the first thing i, I put out was i you know i think but the, the thing i think i sent to you and patrick was was i can finally breathe again can i have this dance you know it's like because you know not only do i want to breathe i wanted like like you were saying in atlanta airport dancing um 
our my you know our friend Carol Carter, our, our common friend Carol Carter. She sent me a she sent me a video of Joan Baez in the grocery store leading 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 the people. She was just dancing, uh, and, and 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 but other people were coming up to her, and so she was she was leading people in this dance through the grocery store, and it's like it's Joan Baez, you know. It's like, <laughs> Isn't that great? That's amazing. Oh, great. No, it's yeah. such, it's very very important moment in in our in our lives. Yeah, and not, and not to mention what it means in terms of of um, uh, misogyny and chauvinism and racism and everything else to to have uh, Kamala Harris on on this ticket and 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 talk about a, a, a amazing leader. I, I believe that she is, from what I've seen, is an amazing oh. prosecutor. From what I've seen her, when yeah. I've seen her interview people from that Senate seat. Well, my my wife said. You know, what a time for us to be raising two daughters when they can see Kamala being in the position she is. I mean, and she goes, Jess was very excited. Yeah. And Kamala talked about that, too, about just she was so she's so I love that. They're so aware of what they represent. Yes. To to be like like it's just. you, 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 well, you were talking. You were talking about this this couple, this this fellow that, that asked you to to speak to his uh, um, parents on on their uh, their anniversary because because she, I don't know if both of them were, but you, I think you said the mom was a big fan of yours, a big a reader. Yeah, dad it's, turned out to be too. I didn't know. Oh, that. good. good. Uh, well, you know, we're guys. We got to be cool. <laughs> That's right. I, 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 yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I can't be seen going like, oh my God, it's, it's Alan Berger. <laughs> but the idea of that, one of the things I've learned though, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's always, it's always interesting when, when you realize that's always a weird thing about this business. When, when you, somebody you don't even know knows, knows who you are and knows, knows what you do or knows something about, about you. But, but the, the thing I've learned through the years from people who are, you know, in this business ahead of me and have taught me is, is, is that's so important to, to, to honor. If we, if you represent, I don't, I don't care if it's on a smaller scale or if it's, you know, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, if, if you represent something for a greater number of people, it's like, and I'm not saying, I'm not talking about codependency. That means you have to give yourself away to that, but it's like, you really do need to honor that and respect that because it's too easy. I think it's too easy, certainly from somebody who comes from a place of, of, of putting myself down is to minimize it and oh, don't worry, it's just me, don't worry, you know, that kind of stuff. It's like, no, it's, it's, it's like, uh, we've all had people that have, have made a difference in our lives, you know, in big and small ways. And it's like, uh, we, that's one of the things that's been missing yeah. is, is we don't have people to look up to. Yeah. You know? So we true. do now. We do. That's that's part of the healing. That's right. Good. We have a, we have a model. True. Yeah. You know, sometimes I can you know kind of maybe not be such a smart ass if I feel like being one, but uh, you know if I'm talking to somebody who's a, of different opinions of mine that, that you know I go like okay no I need to you know I I believe what what they're saying about we need to be healing so I need to be I I need to be thinking about. I say we, we want to teach people how to do it. It's like I'm I'm not claiming I have I know exactly how to apply what we know about healing to this situation, but I really look forward to you and I working that out as we go through this. Yeah. 
So did you put a note down to how um, President-elect Biden uh, talked about the healing? I Well, I what I... Uh, yeah, I, I mean, what I what I put there was we need to, you know, that's where I kind of got off into our stuff where I started thinking like, so what first thing that comes to my mind is that, you know, it happens with it, it happens first with communication. It's like we have with respect and communication and and actually we, we said we're kind of putting this topic off and we'll do it. Uh, we'll do it again next week. But you said something just before we before we went on the air with this today that this really is about not taking, you know, learning how not to take things personally. And it's like, and that, and I think that's important to say that that doesn't mean that you don't have an opinion about what somebody else thinks. It doesn't mean that you agree with, or that every, you know, not taking something personally doesn't mean, uh, you know, everything's fine. I, you know, that's, I have no problem with that. What it means is it really is a, a very important thing about, it's a technique, it's a strategy, it's a way of communicating. I'm not going, I'm going to, that's an appropriate defense. I'm not going to let that hit me at a place that's going to personally offend me so that I'm not capable of communicating. You know, that's what we learn in our marriages. You know, when we finally figure out how to to do that is to say that, you know, we don't say, well, I'm going to, I'm going to stop caring what my wife thinks, you know, that, that won't, that won't do it. But I I did have to find a way so that basically, you know, I, I didn't either, you know, come back with full defenses on or crumble, you know, and I needed to be able to stand as an adult. And I think that's what healing means largely is learn is being an adult. Well, see, I, I thought that his position through this whole process has been to, first of all, not apologize for being a Democrat. I love how he does that. I'm a proud Democrat, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm a Democrat. I'm proud of being a Democrat. I'm, I'm proud of the position I stand for in the Democratic, you know, <laughs> committees or in a Democratic spirit. He says, but I'm going to be a president as to reside over all Americans. I'm not just here to represent one need, one party. I am going to be a president of the American people. And see that part, one, he brought together the differences and said, okay, we have these differences, but I'm going to stand in the middle of this and I'm going to govern for all of us. I'm going to try to make this, this America to be what it can be for all of us, not just some of us, but for all of us. That's the part that to me started the healing. You know, that's, that's beautiful because it also connects right back to our work is because, because that one, one of the things that I've, that I talk about throughout the, the, the therapy for politics thing that, that I've written is, is, is just, is just that, that basically the position of the therapist in this case, or in this case of Joe Biden is I'm, I'm going to pan back far enough to be able to see more than just one perspective. You know, I, one of the things I'll say to my clients a lot of times, because I'm in my little chair with rollers on it, when we're, when, you know, back in the days when we saw people in the, in the room, it's like, I'll say, I have the advantage of having rollers on my chair. So I said, I could roll over here to your side. I can roll over here to your side. And, and, and here's the thing is that's, that is, this is, 
I'm just now saying to myself, I'm having this meeting in my head where, where that tough, loving voice of me is saying, okay, Tom, your challenge is to apply what you've been teaching other people and what you've learned to do in your own relationship to this circumstance. And that's not going to be easy because, because a lot of times I don't have such a high opinion of, of uh, somebody else's position. And, but what I, what I tell people is, is like that, in order to have a, a solid communication and effective communication, you have to be able to respect what somebody's saying, even if you disagree. Respect, just, and respect in that case just means I understand. It really is ultimately, I understand you're not me, you know, and, and you don't have to think like me. That's right. You know, it's like, and the idea is if we can also take every conversation out of, of being a debate, an argument, or right or wrong, but become more about what we do as a, as therapists. What do we do? We become curious. It's like not like you know, you know. And, and now, see, if I can be a smartass, I can say I want to be. I'm curious about how that person got to be so stupid. You know, it's, it's like no, not the way to do it. It's, it's like, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. It might start a different fight. That's right. right. Hey, hey, Alan, I'm, I'm curious about how far your head is up your ass and how long it's been there. It's, it's, it's like, no, not that. Bad. But the idea is that uh, there is, uh, oh, and I can't, I'm going to have to remember and come back with the, with the name of the book. There was a fellow who wrote about cranial inversion. Is that <laughs> Let me write that down. It's like, I don't know, but, but it, it's interesting when you, when you, come from the point of view of respecting that other people, if you make, if you're going to make an assumption, let's make an assumption that other people are for the most part, decent people. Yeah. Right. Because it's easy to forget that. And, and obviously, and, and when I hear, when I hear people talking about me on the other side of that, that divide is they'll see me as something that I'm not. And so what I want to say is, okay, well, let's just, let's, let's start with the idea that we probably both misunderstand one another. You know, and that's a, that's a, and then maybe I could learn more about that. Maybe I could learn more about why you, what it is you care about so much. Well, you know, you know, it's funny you say that because as, as we were leading up to the election day, uh, I think it was CNN was going into these rural communities and interviewing people and getting a sense of how they were voting and how they were thinking about it. And when I mm -hmm. looked at like the, especially I loved how they would zoom in on a state and be able to look at the different counties that were going red or blue mm -hmm. and what the essence of it was. Like Pennsylvania is a great example of that, right? right. So you see your real metropolitan areas are democratic, strongly right. democratic, right? Mm -hmm. and, and even all of the areas surrounding what they would call, I guess, the suburbs, mm -hmm. very much. And then the farther you get away, mm -hmm. the redder the state yeah. becomes. Yeah. And it's very, to me, and I know this is, is not an absolute, but I, they were interviewing this one family and it was, they were talking about masks. And the whole issue for them was, first of all, the coronavirus issue doesn't have the same reality out there as it does over here. Mm -hmm. Meaning if you're living in a city, we're so close together contagion spread so quickly. I mean, things like that, like what we saw in New York. I mean, mm -hmm. my God, what happened to the poor New Yorkers in the beginning of this thing? Right. You know, it was like the first strike, you know, hit New York. It was terrible. And what, so, but 
their issue was around the mask thing went back to the Declaration of Independence. All they're saying, it doesn't matter whether it would be Trump or anyone else. They weren't pitting this on Trump. They were saying, we don't want to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. That we have this freedom in, in, from based on our constitutional rights mm-hmm. to do what we want to do and to be the determining force in our own lives. And they were standing on this principle that had nothing to do with, for them, politics. It had to do with the right that they have as being an American citizen. And it was very, and I'm sure that's not true for all of them. I'm not putting it. No, 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 it's a good example though. No, but but it was a very interesting thing because I could see that. And, and, and while I think that's important too, you know, for me, it's also important how we affect each other and I don't have to lose myself in order to keep my autonomy, so to speak, my independence, I can cooperate and not lose it. Like, like when I put a seatbelt on, I don't feel like the government's controlling me. I want to put that seatbelt on because I know I'm safer in the vehicle if I have that on. Right. But, but that takes a certain kind of a consciousness to think about things that way. That, see, Alan, that, that is, that, that's a perfect example, I think, of, of for us to think of, talk about how to listen for people at a different level or, or listening at a values level. It's like, like now see, because then I can also, I can immediately put myself in that situation. And, and this is one of the things that, that we'll talk about as we go through this too, in terms of the, how to do the healing is, is one of the things I've had to learn about for myself and have taught a lot of people about is how to slow my pro, my intrapersonal process down because I, you know, I'm, I'm a ping pong ball thinker. It's like, and so, so, so I, I immediately had this, this, I imagined somebody tells me that, which I've heard people say that before. And I can, I can immediately go to the place. Well, you know, let's again, talk about how far your head is up your ass. It's like, it's like, and go like, wait a minute. If, if we, if we, you know, if I do this better, if I do this, if I look at my side of the street, it's not saying I'm wrong there, there, you know, instead of them, it's saying, if I listen to what the way you said it is th- that's the value. If I slow it down, I absolutely like you can, can identify with that value because, right. well, and, and, and I think you and I are probably pretty, pretty much on that end of the continuum of, of if somebody says, how many of you in this room like people to tell you what to do? It's like, you know, our hands are not going up. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, if they play a values clarification exercise, everybody who really doesn't like people to tell you what to do, go to that end of the room. You know, we don't even wait to hear the other end. We're over, you and I are over here. It's like, so the idea, it just occurred to me, it's, okay, so if I'm, if I'm the one getting help from you about how to have that communication with that person and go like, rather than latch on to how I have already figured that out for myself. Like you said, like, like to me, I have a process I went through that a friend of mine helped me with, which is about, well, this is about me actually choosing this because of my connection to, to community. And this is what I learned about how, how I'm not affect, infecting other people and this other, other, all this other stuff, but don't go there immediately. Yeah. Stop, slow down. Oh, so I mean, how, what would happen in the conversation if, and probably that's how they did it as, as journalists is to be able to go, they didn't judge it. They just listened to it yeah. They go, Oh, okay. Yeah. So, or we could even have that conversation and, and agree. Go like, well, that's an interesting point because I certainly don't like people to tell me what to do either. Yeah. yeah. And then we have a connection. Whereas we're, we're, we're talking about coming through 
I mean, human beings make this mistake all the damn time. Is this part didn't, didn't just happen in the last four years, but it's been it's been accentuated, and is where where we have jumped so quickly to the you know, I'm smart, you're wrong, you're wrong, and we have to find a way to have conversation inside of that. Yes, very important. And it's about so one of the things I'm going to dog here for our future for future reference as we're talking about that is so one of the things I'm just going to call that uh, listening for values, because um, yeah because and that's it, what I was able to hear. I mean, it really yeah. Was, I, I thought it was it really was informative for me to sit and understand that look, and 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 when I saw the vote and and as it was explored in the different communities it did seem to follow that kind of pattern mm -hmm. is that for them making America great means keeping our independence. Mm -hmm. That's what the, the Trump slogan meant for so many folks. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's, that there's, that's a continuum for other people. It meant certain other things, you know, but, but for a lot of people in America, it meant that keeping my independence, I don't want to lose that. That's the fear of this socialism, right? Is that we're right. going to all be put into the same pot mm -hmm. and we're going to lose our individuality and we're all going to be treated, you know, as one. Right? And we're right. Going to lose. No, that's that's exactly right. So that's, uh, I'm still making notes. The, 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 rather than have the debate yes or no about, you know, who's right, who's wrong, to say, okay, let's listen and talk about the fear of socialism. It's like, because immediately, you know, I mean, you, you and I are probably, probably be just preaching to each other's choirs, but it's, but it's like, it's like, you know, damn it. You know, you, you work with her all the time. I wrote a damn book about fear. If I, if I can't see the, if, you know, this is a confrontation to me. If I can't see the word fear in that and yeah. realize th this is, this is, this is there. Not only is everybody not the same, when you talk about fear of, of somebody telling you what to do, what do we also know? Well, and I'm not saying we, everybody in the world has to become the therapist, but it's like, we also know, we don't know that person's story. Right. You know, it's like, you know, if, if basic, if basically maintaining some independence and not being told what to do and to control and stuff like that is really a big deal to somebody. Well, we got a little bit of information about them and That's we need to respect that. Or somebody that hasn't been seen and yeah. wants to be seen in somebody to finally say you're important. If mm -hmm. someone doesn't feel important in their life and somebody's coming along and say, no, wait a minute, you are important. Mm -hmm. What you want is important. See, I mean, yes. that in itself can be such a powerful thing in right. terms of motivating someone, in terms of reaching to someone. You know, you and I know, I mean, it, it's very interesting because, you know, I was into the, the men's movement, the so-called men's movement. Mm -hmm. And it, and it was very interesting that one of my, you know, favorite people in this world, I don't know if he's still alive or not. I, I think he's not, but maybe you could look this up, Patrick, while we're talking. His he's already looking Robert, it up. <laughs> his name is Robert Bly. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So Robert Bly, um, you know, one of the greatest American poets of all time. Oh, yeah. And um, Iron John. I was, I was at a workshop with him. And he was talking about, listen, why hasn't the men, men's movement gotten the same traction that the women's movement has gotten? Mm -hmm. And what he said is, is because 
when you got women together, they were mad about being oppressed. They were mad about the number that was done. So they got angry. You can mobilize angry people. But when you get men together and get them talking, they cry. We don't get angry. We go into our pain. Right. And he says, you can't get a thousand men marching that are crying. They just want to sit down. They wow. want to box the tissues next to them. And they want to grieve. And that when you start to dig into the men's issues for men, there's so much grief, so much loss that they're suffering. But for women, that loss turned into anger. For well, women, it's right. This is like you said, generalizing too. Generalizing. But, like, but all, all feelings being, this is one of the things I, I, I teach people a lot of times. It's like all, all feelings are, are some people will say like, well, the genuine feeling. No, all feelings are genuine, but it's sort of like being right-handed or left-handed. We tend to have different, we were more comfortable with more natural with certain feelings. Now, this is the generalization. With men, being angry is a, a comfortable place. That's right. Okay? And so what do we find? Uh, if you're, if you're, if I have somebody who's just pissed off about everything, you know, when we first were doing this experiential therapy back in the eighties, it's like, I love those people because I could get them beaten on the pillows and stuff like that. It's like, then I realized those people are the people who don't need to be beaten on the pillows. Those, those, <laughs> no, take the, take the fucking bat away from that guy. It's like, yeah. yeah, yeah yeah, wrap, wrap, wrap something around him. We used to do corn dog. We called it corn dog therapy. We'd get these quilts and wrap people up, hold them real tight. And they would sit there, they'd sit there and go, and then they just, just start crying. It's like, you know, and, and with women, but of course they're, they're, they grow up in a world and, and less so these days, but still there, you know, the oppression where, whereas it's not okay for women, you know, women, if they're angry, they're bitches, you know, that kind of thing. It's like, like, and so what happens when, you know, when, when they get below the hurt and the pain is they, they have that, so I call it the Popeye stance, you know, I've stood all like in stands and I can't stands no more. It's, it's, I never, I, I'd been, I'd been to a couple of Bly workshops. I'd never heard that, that I'd love that. that oh, isn't it a great thing? Explanation. You know, it's, yeah. like it's, it's hard to mobilize us. We're just, we just I, want I, to sit in a group it, and cry. Oh, it, make, it makes me want to be in a, a big parade where we're all just crying though. Yeah. <laughs> but look, it goes what the John Lewis called good trouble. Yes. Good yes. Is, is the trouble that comes out of being angry and saying enough is enough. I've had enough of this stuff. Yeah. I'm not going to take it anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm going to protest peacefully. And you do it ethically. Cause, cause that's, that's the thing about, about, uh, who, who was it? Uh, Clyburn that, that, that had, uh, in, in, uh, that had endorsed uh, Biden and kind of turned yes. it around. Yeah. He, he was, he was talking about, uh, John Lewis, uh, last night or, or, or whenever, when, whatever that was, when was it last night? I can't remember. Whenever think, Biden yeah. but it's Clyburn, like, think about what Clyburn did in this. Hmm. That it was what Clyborns mm -hmm. turned this whole thing around and brought Biden into a possibility, into a viability position of viability as a candidate for presidency. Oh, you talking about a ripple effect? Yeah. Oh, somebody was. I think Don Lemon was was interviewing him last night and says, yeah. "You know, I want to recognize what you just did right here mm -hmm. because you saved." Um. Biden, Joe Biden's bid for presidency by what you had done. Yep. 
Oh, he did. He, he said he saved. He, 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 I could make the argument he might have saved our, all of our asses. No, it's, 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 I think we can say that because yeah. I, I don't think that if we had a, a candidate that was far left, that, that it was the country's ready for that kind of a conscious mm -hmm. consciousness. Right. I think, well, and I like that. I like part of the healing too. I think that Joe Biden has, has described himself from the beginning as wanting to be a, a president of transition that he understands, you know, right. here's what I, I'll ask that is, is this is, this is the last, you know, I always say Joe Biden is us old white guys amends. You know, this is our amends. It's like, 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 you know, we, we really, yeah, we blew it. He's like, yeah, we, 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 we screwed up a lot of things, but it's, it's like, and, um, but, but I like that he sees himself as, as doing the handoff, you know, to, to, to the next generation. Right, and yeah, it's he, like, he's going to run, he's going to run his quarter mile and then hand the baton off. Yeah. And, and, and bottom line, this is the last old white guy that's going to be president for a long, long time. You're right. Because that's not who's going to make up the United States of America. Patrick's Patrick's over there thinking, I'm glad I'm a young white guy, not one of you old guys. So that God, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he you does. do things too, Patrick, in your life. Your <laughs> generation will do your fair share of screwing up stuff. So quit yeah. judging us old guys. Jeez, come on. Uh, yeah, there will, there's a lot to do. You know, I, uh, I, I got to be ready for whatever comes down the pike. How are you feeling about this whole thing, Patrick? What does it all mean yeah. to you? Um, we're very divided and um, it's going to take, uh, you know, um, bringing something material to the table that can transcend the tribal uh, differences that uh, the two sides of both halves of America have to, uh, you know, to, to um, heal to the extent that healing is possible. And I hope that it's possible because I think it's the only way forward. And, uh, but I feel very positive about it. The outcome on election day and uh or you know it was really like three days of election day uh and uh you know um what i've heard so far makes me feel positive and and you know and i think uh listening for values what you guys mentioned about you know just before jumping into any uh conversation and imposing my my own value set on it and trying to uh you know uh just trying to kind of uh clap a judgment on, on somebody with like a philosophical difference. Um, the only way to get to a place where the, where the philosophies join is to first acknowledge the other person's point of view. And, uh, and, you know, I think just the temperature, bringing the temperature down in general um, on uh, all of these uh, fractures is uh, a, a really good recipe for something better happening because uh, the engine that has been powering the previous administration of what powers that engine is just uh, inciting fear, inciting anger, um, pouring gasoline on, you know, fires that existed before. But um, you know, without without that and uh, without that constant, uh, you know, uh, temperature, high temperature, you know, uh, the last four years wouldn't have been possible. And now that we have a changing of the guard, you know, maybe. Uh, Maybe we can maybe we can uh, kind of spin things off in a more positive direction. So that's my feeling about all this. Well, two things, Patrick. What one is uh, and uh, is I I know just from our our exchanges through text and email and stuff like that that, that and and some of our conversations here that I know that you have 
I mean, I just really respect that you've been very tuned into this and, uh, and very concerned. And, um, and I, every time you speak about it, I, I listen carefully and, and feel like I learned something. So as, as to, to the, to the degree that part of what our ongoing conversation here in the podcast is about, about this healing, I really, really welcome you to just, just feel free to, to interrupt, uh, Alan, anytime you want to. Uh, oh yeah, me, me too. Tom, anytime you want to, you get to do the same thing. No, you be you be a part of this conversation because and and that and I want to say that to you, uh, Patrick. That includes, uh, you know, and it's it that includes being able to if, if one of us is saying something that you think we're missing a point. I really want to hear it. Yeah. It's like that because I because for one thing, if, if you know where we can have some differences, Alan and I've had some experience with having differences in public before. It's like I it, and it's like sometimes there's a real value to that. And it's like and uh, so well, I, I think uh, I really appreciate that. And, you know, I think that um, we we need all the positive energy we can get to, uh, you know, power us forward into all the things that we need to do in the uh, time ahead. And, uh, you know, uh, whatever anybody's misgivings across the spectrum of the events of the last few days, I think it is an opportunity to, uh, you know, reframe and to, uh, you know, um, you know, just to kind of uh, t take, take a positive uh, boost from, you know. But let me build on this, Patrick, because it's very interesting as a family therapist, and I'm sure you've seen this too, Tom, we come into a family and there can be a real split, a very uh, a big split in the difference between parents in terms of what's best. One parent might say, this is the way that we need to, to deal with this situation with our children or with our family. And the other parent can be 180 degrees off, totally polarized. And then they start to quibble and fight and struggle. And that struggle, as Tom and I have seen, creates so much trouble for the whole family because of, uh, like we've seen in our culture, right? It's in some way, it's just a, a, an example of that same process. And it is so powerful when I sit there and, and I look to both parents and I say, God, you know, you guys, I, I really see, you know, what's, what the problem is. And they look at me, what do you mean? I says, the problem isn't your differences. You're going to have differences. Those, that's a natural thing. The problem is you're not recognizing that you're both concerned about the right same thing. And they look at me and say, what the hell are you talking about? I says, you both want what's best for this family. You are both very upset because you see things going on that are either a threat or whatever to this family. And you forget that you're not you don't talk to each other from that place. Like, honey, I see that you're concerned about the family and I'm concerned. We're both concerned about the family. We're thinking about it very differently. But the thing that unites us yes. is that we are both concerned about our family. Yep. And if we could somehow see this in terms of our country, those other folks out there don't want America to go down the tubes. They want America to be the best yeah. of you want America to be, yeah. and be, I want America. I have some very different ideas maybe than some other people about what that looks like, but that doesn't mean we're, we're different on what I will call the superordinate issue. 
Right. And I want America to be great because I believe it can because right. of who we are. Well, and I'd love, I love, it's, I continue to be amazed, even though I've been thinking in these terms for, for years now and, and writing about this and, and talking about this is how the stuff that we do in our therapy rooms apply, the, the, the applies to the whole world, global all communication, all, all relationship. But I get, but I love just the idea of these little light bulbs come on when I find little specific pieces and, and like, just like we find that we do have similarities in how we approach clients. And is I, I, I tell, I call those points of agreement. I say, I say, first thing I'm listening for is points of agreement, things you agree about. And I said, I, and I even use, give the example of, of, you know, I don't care if the only point of agreement you have is this, this fucking sucks and we both want it to be better. It's like, all right, that's, that's a starting place. It's like, but you're, you're also, everything you're talking about now is, is also challenging us to let go of assumptions. And that's, that's, that's such a big piece of this and to, to be able to, and the other thing is one of the things, if we talk about, we'll move into content for, I will just for a second is, when we talk about wanting the nation to be good, one of the things that, that I think is not an uncommon belief is that, that, that I have, which is that I, I grew up understanding that democracy is a place where differences not only coexist, but actually help it work. They're, they're essential. One of the problems I see is anybody who gets into an attitude that one party should, be, should rule, one group should should be the ones who are in charge. It's like no, it's it's the collaboration. That's where the healing is. Yes. So true, so true. And, we and this is this is positive. This is that you know we've talked about all the time. I started writing about positive opportunism after nine eleven. The idea of you know, and and you were talking about go back all the way back to, to any of us and, and and example of Joe Biden being a wounded healer as opposed to just wounded. It's it's people who, who become who, any of us who use this stuff for good. Uh, we practice positive opportunism. We stop. We stop regretting what has happened. We stop. You know, we stop being stuck in that and say, OK, how can I use this situation to become better? And how can we use this situation to become better? And the truth is, very often, that's when that's when if you ask us, if we look at our histories, and you say, okay, well, if you could go back in time when you said this thing was really horrible, would you change it? Very often what we'll say is no. And the reason is because that, without that, I wouldn't be here. You know, it's like without that. So, and sometimes we know this about human beings. Sometimes we need really something big to happen to get our attention. And we've, and hopefully we are wide awake right now. Yeah, we are. I am. I know. I that. am. I am. We are. Well, this has been great, Tom. This is yeah, been, this, you know, this is going to fit. We discussion. can continue this and talk about not taking things personally, and it's all yeah, gonna, it's all blended time, in. Which I'm I'm excited to do because that's an important thing in terms of being able to to keep our emotional center of gravity over our own two feet. Yeah. All right, Tom. How do they find out about your work? 
I'm at I'm at uh, tomrutledge.com and uh, you can see uh, information about my books. You can you can actually find the free download that's therapy therapy for politics is is one of the pages that's on there. There's several different things there, including a couple of articles by by uh, our friend John uh, Amadeo. Uh, our uh, last guest, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I love that. It's like uh, can't, we definitely have to have him back sometime. It's it's uh, so that, that's all there. Uh, you know, free downloads, all all that kind of stuff. But uh, and mainly, I always say contact. You know, is also contact. So if you have comments about what we're talking about and want us to know about it, it's like uh, I love to hear from you. You can uh, learn about me at TomRutledge.com. No, <laughs> you can. You can <laughs> learn some about you. I have things on my, my website about you. <laughs> <laughs> you can learn something about me on my website, abphd.com. And uh, there's events coming up that we have and, and that I have and free stuff just like Tom has and bookstore and all kinds of goodies. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you next week. And until then, don't take anything personally. And if you do, Pay attention to it because we're going to help you figure that out on how yeah. not to do that next week. Amen. Peace. It's a spiral, not a circle. Goes round, round, round. The solutions, be your own friend. Never see never in either direction. Look in the mirror, trust the reflection. Where the stars